Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show Yo, it's Kid Coffee Black. Um, I'm sure most of y'all are music fans. <clears throat> like me, uh, you're always looking for a new sound. Well, if you haven't, you should check out my sleeper section. I have uh, a collective playlist that I've been putting together over the past couple of months. Um, I used to feature the songs at the end of my shows. Uh, for some odd reason, I am no longer able to do that. So for the fourth of Oh man, I can't talk. For the foreseeable future, I will only be putting together the sleeper section playlist. Uh, sorry if this inconveniences anyone, man. Um, it's less musical research for me, <coughs> and more time I can put into my more time I can put into my shows. So, uh, yeah, man, keep fucking with that sleeper section playlist. Let's get into the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. It is the kid, Coffee Black, your wonderful and illustrious host of the Fire in the Kitchen podcast. Uh, man, 
um, living room session. Uh, this is probably will, will be my uh, my studio for the next couple of months. Being that the winter is uh, it, it is around the corner. If it's not already here, it's uh it's like forty five fucking degrees outside. And as much as I enjoy <laughs> um, my outdoor setup, um, uh, I like I like a little bit of warmth. <laughs> every now and again so i will be recording uh in the house and hopefully there's not too much reverb and uh background noise and you hear dog tags jingling in the back or maybe a little bit of dog whimpering because um my dog likes to cry uh but yeah man um i woke up this morning i was a little groggy i got in the shower and it seems like all of that bullshit just ripped right off my back. So, uh, I'm here, man. I'm, uh, I'm here. Uh, I'm up and at him, yo. Adam Ant. I'm, uh, I'm pretty much ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is gonna be a good day for me. I got that, uh, I'm just keeping that in the back of my mind. You know what I'm saying? Just keeping these positive vibes up front. <coughs> Before I get too deep into the show, uh, let me get all my shout outs out of the way. Shout out to all of the listeners across the various streaming platforms um, with 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 a, a, a great ex- a, a great exception, a great exception put upon um, Apple Podcast. The way I found out that Apple Podcast works is the more you guys like and and comment and and uh, all of that good shit, you know, what I'm saying uh, the higher I go up on their charts. And that will give me more exposure to more people. So, uh, yeah, man, hit your boy up. Make sure you uh, you comment and you you you, you sharing and you you uh, you subscribing to my shit over there. Uh, shout out to the uh, Spotify listenership. Hopefully that you you've downloaded. If you've downloaded, you've been checking out my sleeper section podcast, uh, sleeper section playlist, not podcast playlist, uh, and checking out all of the songs that I feature at the end of. My- I put a lot of hours and uh, time into uh, musical research for this show, so uh, that shit is dope. I, I I really really appreciate everybody who uh who check that shit out, keep that shit moving. Um, <clears throat> and I hope you've already downloaded the Anchor podcast and making your way into uh becoming a podcaster yourself, getting your name out there, getting your word out there. Everybody's got a new perspective and point of view, and uh, I feel like the world should share it. Uh, shout out to everybody who's listening across, uh, across all of the other streaming platforms. Um, let's see, uh, Stitcher Radio, and uh, I and I said Apple Podcasts already. God damn it. Um, what else? What else? Uh, Overcast. Why am I drawing a blank right now? Overcast and uh, Podcast One and. Uh, Pocket Casts and all of the the wonderful wonderful places that this show is hosted. Um, one of these days, I have a, a a real list for you guys, so I can uh, let you know where uh, everywhere that I'm featured. Um, shout out to the day ones, man. Fire in the kitchen army. Shout out to everybody who's been rocking with your boy since day one. Shout out to everybody who comes here daily. Uh. Just to hear my voice, I guess. Um, shout out to uh, everybody I reach out daily with my videos. 
hopefully, um, hopefully some of that messaging hits home for y'all, man. I mean, I know it, it could probably get annoying waking up early in the morning to some, uh, motivational speeches, you know, it might, might make it seem as if, um, I'm telling you that you're not doing enough, but, um, actually it's just, it's the quite opposite. It's, it's, uh, me being inspired and wanting to inspire other people who uh, I care for and uh, who are around me. So, um, yeah, man, if if you're taking anything from those videos, then good. And if you're not, that's dope, too. You never have to open the one because it's always an option. Um, damn, I got to start my Christmas shopping soon. And, um... It's going to be a difficult year for me because uh, I'm definitely making more money and I have the ability to spend more and <coughs> maybe splurge a little bit, <coughs> you know what I'm saying? And it, <coughs> being that <coughs> this is the actual first year, my daughter is a big sister and she has to deal with the idea of I won't say getting less for Christmas, but the idea that all of the, the attention isn't being paid um, to her on Christmas. So, um, Daddy's got to double down and make shit extra special this year. It's like, uh, <coughs> it's, it's weird because <coughs> kind of caught in the middle of things. <coughs> Because, um, on one hand, <coughs> damn, I have some dope, dope, dope weed, but on one hand, I want to be, um, I want to be fair about this shit, you know what I'm saying, her, her, um, her behavior this year hasn't all, uh, exactly been exemplary, um, talked about the stealing incident and her taking money from her mom. And, uh, and, and multiple other things that have gone on with her this year. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> Back in my day, if you fucked up like this during the school year, then Christmas was already over for you. Get your ass out of here. Um, so I, I, I don't know. Um, it's, it's, it's a, <laughs> it's a rough patch to be in. Do I be the disciplinarian dad or do I be the generous loving well, I'm always gonna be the loving father. Don't let me. I, I won't paint myself into that picture. But do I be the um, the giving, uh, nonchalant father that I usually am, or do I be the disciplinarian who um, you know, who puts his foot down and lets it be known that um, we won't be tolerating the bullshit this year. Uh, as y'all know, man, I, I watch The Sopranos a lot. It's, uh, it's one of my favorite shows. Um. And, uh, the past couple of episodes, my man Tony has been dealing with some family struggles, man, some, some internal things, you know what I'm saying, he's kind of caught in the middle of a situation like me, you know, his is a little more dire than mine, but, uh, you know, it's, it's similar, um, I don't know if I talked about it on here before, but his, one of his, uh, his cousins came home from prison, Tony B., and in the beginning, he, he made it seem as if he was trying to go legit. He was trying to go straight. He didn't want to, he didn't want to be involved. You know what I'm saying? He was trying to be a regular nigga. He was trying to be a civilian, trying to come home and, and take care of his children 
and get him a decent job, maybe start a business. He wanted to be a massage therapist. But uh, Tony had been harboring these feelings for a long, long, long time. So he come to find out the reason Tony B went to jail is because he was uh, he was caught up in a RICO case. He got 17 years for a, a, a botched job. A job that Tony Soprano was supposed to be on him with, but he had a panic attack. Um, we talked about on uh, previous episodes how uh, lots of stress can manifest itself in, in physical ways and cause you to pass out. And that's exactly what he did, man. This uh, <laughs> this big, um, aggressive, what uh, cheese mo? Uh, 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 what else? What else? I mean, this big muscle motherfucker. Gets into an argument with his mother and passes out, splits his head open. He can't use that as an excuse for why he wasn't where he was supposed to be. So for all of these years, he had this uh, excuse. He, he made up this lie that he was jumped by two black two black guys. Uh, yo, it's it's uh it's surprising to me how much I love this show. Um. Although there's there's just so much casual racism, but anyway, um, in the show, in order to compensate and to uh, make up for um, the botched job and seventeen years of um, grief, Tony gave uh, Tony B some control. Man, he, he put him back in the game. Basically, he gave him control of a casino, and and um, one of Tony B's buddies from the inside. Worked for another crew up in Brooklyn. Now this Brooklyn crew was uh, under the under the post of my man Johnny Sack. You know, I talk about Johnny Sack being a man of character and a man of a uh, a man of poise and a and a man of great pride and high honor in a previous episode. But this uh this rift um a, a rift came into play when uh. Big Carmine, you know, the, the the leader, the boss of New York, he passed away suddenly. His his son comes up from Florida and he wants to take the throne. So Johnny Sack and little Carmine are in a beef. And they're going back and forth. It started off with fisticuffs, guys getting their ass whooped, you know what I'm saying, getting their heads caved in and shit like that, but no death. But you know how the old adage goes, you know, they say an eye for an eye. You put one of my guys in the hospital, I put one of your guys in the morgue. So things start to escalate. And um, Johnny Sack crossed over into a, a, a realm that I, I didn't see him going into, man. Um, I just did see this for his character arc. He, he turned into this ruthless, brutal guy who, uh, who killed without reason, who killed without question. You know. So in this... And his uh rush to getting uh and his rush to getting back at Lil Carmine, he killed a woman. Um and in turn Lil Carmine killed one of Tony B's good 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 friends. <coughs> so this starts a uh a war between New Jersey and Brooklyn. That's got caught uh big Tony caught in the middle, man. He's he's like, yo, uh do I give up my cousin, who's my blood, who's my my flesh, who I grew up with like a brother, or do I stay loyal to these men, to Johnny Sack, to this group of individuals who I pay up to, who allow me to 
to live this lifestyle that I'm living. And let, let, let's not forget Tony and, and Johnny Sack are friends. They're great friends. You know, when, when, when Tony has a problem, when Tony needs advice, Johnny Sack is the man that he calls. He's been well represented throughout this show as a man of character, a man who is wise, who a man who, who other people can come to in their time of need for great wisdom. But this whole situation has got things blown out of proportion. <coughs> and it ultimately came down to Tony B. <coughs> Tony Soprano's cousin killing two of uh, Johnny Sack's guys. <coughs> One of them, uh, just so happened to be the brother of a captain. And he died in his arms. Kid brother. That uh that basically set everything in motion, man. <coughs> this guy Phil had a hard on for Tony B. Something serious, man. So he goes out and he starts making, you know, wrecking havoc. And everybody who's close to Tony is pretty much in jeopardy. At one point in time, they beat his former driver half to death. And he threatens uh, Tony's nephew, Christopher's mother. So everybody's on edge. Everybody's looking around like, damn, Tony's willing to uh, sacrifice all of us for one man. Hush! Willing to put us all at the end of a fucking uh, end of a rope, the end of a uh, the pool cue, if you will, for one guy who hasn't followed the rules since he got home. You know, an effective leader realizes that one one body, you know, shouldn't put the collective in jeopardy. You know, if you've got a weakness, a cancer within you, you got to cut it out. You got to do whatever it is to remove this, uh, this nuisance, to remove this, uh, this sickness from your body. You know, if you caught in between two situations, um, and both of them have your heartstrings at a tug, which one is uh, healthier? Which one is going to be more beneficial for your future? Which one is going to take you in the direction of your life in which you are actually on? Which one changes your trajectory? Because this is all about ascension, man. At the end of the day, this is about going to the next level. This is about uh, feeding your family. This is about putting food on the table and when you get caught in these personal situations when you get pulled between a rock and a hard place uh, it's a very hard decisions that need to be made a 
effective leadership, meaning the person who is in, in control, person is who is in control of life, person who is in control of the workplace, person who is in control of the relationship, whatever you want to call it. Effective leadership starts with making tough decisions about personal shit. When you can effectively make decisions about personal shit, everything else just falls in line. Tony thought long, long, long and hard about uh, giving his cousin up to Johnny Sack and his goons. But when they had the conversation, uh, they made it plain that they would not uh, handle things in a humane way. Meaning there would be some kind of torture involved. Now effective leadership also says that you don't put your men in those kind of positions. If it comes down to it, I'm going to protect you at all costs. They said they were going to torture the man. Tommy couldn't just... I, 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 I can't see myself just giving somebody up like that. And he said, I, I would extend the same love and respect to the rest of you if I had to. So when this Phil guy goes around, he starts busting heads and shit. You know what I'm saying? Trying to find Tony B. Tony knows he's got to make a decision. And the decision was made to uh, put in the work on Tony B. When it came down to it, my man Tony Soprano was the guy who pulled the trigger. On some old yellow shit, like took him behind the bar and put him down with a shotgun. He had to do it. <coughs> you got a problem, man. You're the only person who can face that shit. I uh I got to the end of the season and on the very last episode of the season um after Tony had put in the work still trying to smooth these things over he's having conversations with Johnny Sack at his home talk about loss they talk about sacrifice they talk about the things that each other has to give had to give up in order to get where they were right then. And uh as they embrace or quote unquote reconciliation, Tony sees two feds coming over the hill armed with a shotgun. Takes off running through the woods. This big fat man is out of here. I'm talking about he's taking off through the woods and they don't catch him. When he finally gets to a spot where he can settle in, come to find out that uh, a Rico case has been brought down on the Brooklyn's the, 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 the Brooklyn boys. Johnny Sachs crew. 18 years 
of murder, racketeering, extortion, and other crimes, man. Come right down on the top of the heads of the guys that Tony was just beefing with. The same individuals that not even a week before killed his cousin for. So ultimately, if he would have waited, uh, if he would have held out just a little little bit longer, maybe his cousin could still be alive and moving around. I know, man. Heavy shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the lesson is there. I, do you be patient until your patience runs out, or do you handle the problem swiftly? Either way, there's going to be a lot of pain. There's going to be a lot of frustration. Ultimately, he was off on the scot free though because they weren't on. Uh, they weren't looking to indict him. His, he was never named in the indictment. So I mean, he could—he <laughs> probably would have got arrested for association, but he was fine. He could—he could have just stayed there. He left his car in the driveway. Man, I—I uh—I get a lot of. I ask myself a lot of questions after watching this show, man. It's a lot of questions about morality and a lot of questions about loyalty and love. I'm going to start the final season um, probably right after I cut this mic off. Wondering what else these motherfuckers got in store for me. Anyway, uh, Fire in the Kitchen podcast, man. I don't have any answers for you because, like I said, I'm I'm just as confused. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, love is love. Come from the supreme love, Nikki and Philip. Shout out to them. One hundred.